Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, or shall I say, yeah, good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me and giving me the activities of my limbs, which, Lord have mercy, my limbs are about driving me crazy. And then I just found out I did not have Facebook anymore on my iPad. So now I've got to use my phone, and hopefully won't nobody call while I'm on the air, which they normally do. So I'm trying to adjust this to get it to where to go right so, and not make me look all crazy like it normally do. I keep telling people I'm not as big as this thing be making me look. So today's topic is one of those interesting topics, as I always say, and it is entitled Gossiping Nature. Because when we talk about gossiping and gossipers, is it normal or natural for individuals to just go and tell everybody's business? Now, we know with the holidays approaching, many individuals are going to be spending time with family members that they haven't seen in a while. And the interesting part is when you're sitting at the table sharing the pumpkin, or because we don't eat pumpkin pie, but sweet potato pie, Many individuals are going to be doing your business. They're going to be talking about things that you don't even know what the heck they're talking about. Because probably during COVID, people didn't have nothing to do but talk about other people. And that really needs to stop. Because, first of all, it can hurt individuals' feelings. Secondly, it can break down family members. Sometimes the gossip isn't even all true. So we're going to be talking about that. Because that is very important, and a lot of times individuals don't know how to handle those situations. Now, let me log in my first caller. Ooh, I'm in pain. Uh. Hi, this is Jeanette Abbott. Hello. Welcome to Fresh Media Blog Talk Radio. How are you doing? Number ending one zero. Can you hear me? Yes, how are you doing? This is Gilbert, Jeanette. <laughs> you know, Gilbert, you called me right before the show. It's bad enough for already to be procrastinating, and then you called me. And um, today's topic is an interesting topic because I know you can relate. I know you can, especially when it comes okay, okay. to other people's business, gossiping, especially with family members, because a lot of times individuals don't know how to handle these type of situations. Now, when we talk about gossiping nature, come to your mind, Gilbert. Hmm. All right, you could be like at a family gathering, and then you could be over there with your brother, but you see your two cousins over there just like looking at you, talking, you know what I mean? There's a lot mm-hmm. of like haters in family, to be honest. Like, of course, your family wants to see you do good. I mean, you would think mm-hmm. so, right? But. Some families don't want you to be better than them, though. Mm-hmm. You know what? And that's interesting that you said that. I'm trying to Google some stuff as you're talking because that is true. You know, and a lot of times we've heard things. I remember being a kid, my mother wouldn't let us gossip. If we started talking about people, she would pop us in the mouth. But then yet we would hear her on the phone talking to my grandmother, telling people stuff. And the word just gossip itself by definition means casual, unconstrained conversations or reports about other people. That's the problem. 
It's about other people. Now, if you're telling your business, that's something different than if you're going around telling somebody else's business. Now, I know today is Tuesday, and that's the day when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch. And yesterday I wasn't on live because my body just was not acting right. Between lupus and arthritis, Lord Jesus, I feel like Gilbert from time. I'm 99 years old. My body been hurting. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't lift my it's right like It's arm. going around. Woo! Going around, everyone's. Hmm? I say it's going around, everyone. My mom's knee's going out. My other friend's mom's knee's going out. Something's always going around, man. Woo! Mine is my shoulder. I just, I bought this expensive doggone sleep number bed. It was doing good for a minute. Lord, Gilbert, the other day, I couldn't even sleep in the bed. I wound up on the floor. I just got on the floor. I, I needed to sleep. I slept on the floor. Then I had to get my son to up off the floor. I was in so much pain. So last night I had a trick for that. I said, you know what? I got a couch that kind of reclines, so I'm going to sleep on the couch. Yeah. That was good sleep last night because I was able to lift up. I didn't have to be on my shoulder. I just but this pain, this pain, this pain. As soon as I get off this show, as bad as I cannot stand prednisone, I'm going to call my doctor and be like, look, we, we got to take care of this because I can't deal with this pain. And you know what really sucks? And you know what sucks? How long did you have to wait for that bed to come? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I Ooh. know. I waited a very, very long time for my sleep number bed. And uh, the sleep numbers, I didn't have that un number that was going to match me the other night because I just couldn't handle it. pain. Oh, my God. So if I'm on Facebook <laughs> Live and I'm trying to get funny faces and I'm looking like I'm all slouched over, I am because... This shoulder right here is killing me, and it is nothing but inflammation all up in my joints and body. So, okay, um, Gilbert. Now, like I said, Tuesdays when we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch, and, you know, that's when we offer biblical teaching. And I do want to talk about some Bible verses in the Bible, too, as it relates to the verses of gossip and lies, and it has to do with King James. Because a lot of times we don't understand. You know, sometimes it sounds better to tell other people stuff, it's like my family members used to always say, that's a workaholic. All she's trying to do is make money. And you know, Gilbert, I ain't thinking about no money. And money is the furthest thing from no. my mind. But yet, that's you're what my right. family members used to hear it so much, so much. And they had no clue but would just be gossiping and running their mouth. You know, it kind of reminds me of that song when it says, come to me, my neighbor. You know, because we so busy telling other people stuff. Now, in the Bible, and it yeah. talks about um, Bible verses of gossip and lies uh, in Ephesians. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. I guess that's why my mom used to pop us in the mouth if she thought we were talking about somebody. But which is good to be used of edifying. But that may minister grace unto the hearer. You know, a lot of times we start talking about these things, and they talk about, too, there are six things that the Lord hates. And one of them, they talk about some of the things, but did you know that when they talk about a proud look and a lying tongue of shed innocent blood, and one is false witness that speaketh lies, that he soweth discord amongst brethren? You know, a lot of times I used to wonder, Gilbert, people are gossiping and telling your business, what is the game? I, I never understood that. Is it to make you look better or 
But is it used as a distraction? Why go tell other people's business or just be gossiping about other people? Because you, they're just hating on you. They they love the life you're living. They love to see you happy. They're probably miserable. They're probably not getting the achievement you're getting. I, I don't even know, man, because people don't watch TV no more, so they can't watch soap operas. So that's like the next <laughs> scene of soap operas is gossiping. I like that. You know what? I was I was on the uh, internet the other. No, I was on my phone the other day, and I was looking at something from the Young and the Restless, and they were talking about Victor. I was like, I thought Victor had been passed away. You know, I didn't even know some of those soap operas even still existed because I was a Young and the Restless fan of all my children and one life to live. I've been watching them since I was in middle school. Oh, and I watched not them General Hospital. I didn't really care for General Hospital. I only like Luke and Mora. I, General Hospital was too, too confusing for me. But, you know, I would call my mother, because my mother would watch it. And then they used to have the soap opera network where you could watch soap operas 24 hours. Oh, my God. I was just addicted to watching soap operas. And that's true, because then it gave people something to talk about, talking about other people's lives, being up in other people's business. But and sometimes some of the stuff you hear, especially when it's coming from people in your family, and most of the times it's not even true. That's the part that gets me. And how do you handle that? You know, people used to say if somebody says something about us, just don't let it be true. If it's true, it's true. Ain't nothing you can do about that. But just to be just spreading lies and rumors and stuff like that, that's really a waste of time. And even in, and it talks about um, in Psalms 101.5, and it says, who privily slanders his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him will have a high look, and proud heart will not suffer. I was like, ooh, will not I suffer. And then it also talks about, in Psalms 34, 13, keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking um, Jewy. So the thing is, Gilbert, we really need to stop that. We, we really do. Like I said, I don't even know what the gain is. I was... um. I got a bad habit of when I'm talking on the phone or do it, I talk loud. My son told me the other day, I know you heard me in my room talking loud. I was talking loud because you be talking loud when you be talking about me. I'm getting to nothing but laugh. <laughs> I'm the same way, Jeanette. I'm the same <laughs> way, Jeanette. That's why with my ex, with my baby's mom, she would always assume, like, I'm mad because I'm yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm just Fucking out, I'm going deaf, I think. You know, I mean, too much loud music, but I talk loud uh-huh. too. I got to know <laughs> you're hearing me because I don't like repeating myself. <laughs> yeah, that that is just, wow, wow. That That's interesting, very interesting. Now, I, I said earlier, how do you handle, how do you deal with a gossiping nature or a person that loves to share other people's business to you? You know, distract them? Do you tell them, I don't want to hear it? Or do you, you know, what What do you do? What do you do when you're talking about people, even in your family, Gilbert? What do you do if somebody comes to you and they tell you somebody else's business? Okay. For one, I only tell you their business because, you know what I mean? You're you. Mm-hmm. But say, for example, someone, in, even my friends or anything, if they're, like, talking about another friend or another family member, like, you know me, Jeanette, I'm straight up. You know what I mean? I'll tell them, hey, if they're not around, you shouldn't even be talking about them, bro, because you don't want, if they are here, you're not saying nothing, you know? So 
Don't mm-hmm. even, that's not right, bro. Don't be talking to them. Don't be talking about someone when they're not around, man. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to them about it. And you know, and that's a good way of doing it. I just Googled it, and it talks about it's gossiping a human nature. A compulsion to talk about other people is only human. It is not nearly as frivolous as one might think, and they also say that some believe gossip, people gossip to manipulate the behavior of others, which may explain why gossip often takes place within earshot and the person being gossiped about. You know, some people used to say, if they're not talking about you, then that means you're not important. You know, that's a whole other way of, of looking at it. Is because you know somebody you got they got to be thinking about you to be talking about you, but it's like what are they seeing about you and what other people say about you? What other people think really is really none of your business, so you ain't got to be worried about all of that. But when we start talking about gossip, it's poison to any environment, but it is especially deadly in the work environment and also with family, because gossip creates disruption and is specifically designed for a demise. Matter. You know, if you share and it can ruin reputations too. That is so so true. It can ruin people's reputation because individuals will do that because they'll try to hurt somebody or slander their names and things of that nature. Now, I'm looking at some information and it talks about even in the workplace because that was one of the things that we talked about, not only in family but also in the workplace. And you can use the same skills. It says. Seven ways to shut down gossip. One, don't take part in the gossip. Shut it down. You know, some people may think you're just being rude. It's like, you know what, I really don't want to hear that right now. Or have you thought about going to tell so-and-so? Or why would you think that? You know, you can change. And, and when you're talking about trying to get somebody to stop what they're saying, another one is change the tune. You know, but I'm trying to open up a water bottle and I can't. <laughs> I want some water so bad. I have no. Yeah, but I, I, I. I'm listening. I'm gonna get this water bottle. No, I understand what you're saying. Like, for example, someone's talking bad about someone, and that person changes their tone. Like, oh no, he's cool, dude. You know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. He ain't like that. He, you know what I mean? He helps him out a lot, and blah blah blah. Like, change the tone like that. You mean? Mhm. Mhm. People get mad at you. I was um I was talking to somebody in my family not too long ago, and they were telling me how they overheard their mother fussing with somebody else talking about you don't know what Jeanette go through you don't know why Jean did and Jeanette did it and the, the the my cousin was like why are they arguing over Jeanette you know because one person was talking to another person the other person didn't want to hear it because apparently it didn't make no sense to them and then people get defensive. So part of it is changing the tune. And a lot of times individuals don't. They get mad when they feel you're not going to play a part of it. So that's one another way of um, stopping the gossip. Also, avoid the gossiper. My mother would not let us gossip, but she would gossip. And when she would do that and would try to split us, be between my sisters, my mother told me one time <laughs> she had to stop because we started cutting her out. We stopped talking to her. And that's one of the ways of going about it. If you know this person don't do nothing but talk about people and don't never have anything to say, leave them alone. Don't even, you know, because it just shows how lonely they may be. And, again, yeah. it sounds petty. 
know, to try to cut people out, but sometimes we forget that we have our own free will, and you are more than allowed to physically remove yourself from the situation of the person who's gossiping. You know, some people will say, you know what, I'll be right back, and they don't even come back. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. for the holidays, you know, but you can say, oh, I'm going to the store, you know, because you got tired of listening to what the person was saying. Another one? Or hold on, your dad's calling. Hold on, your dad's calling. I'll call you back. I <laughs> Another one is confront the gossiper. Now, I say be careful with this one because sometimes the gossiper normally may be a person with a very low self-esteem. They may have been hurt by others, and that's their way of gathering strength. I used to look at it as trying to get people on your side. So when you confront the gossiper, know that their actions are, let them know that their actions are bothering you. But be positive. And when I say be positive, you want to offer to assist the gossiper. Uh-oh, my broadcast failed. Something went wrong. Oh, okay. I knew something was going to happen because every time I'm on live, somebody want to call my phone, and I can't do the phone and Facebook Live at the same time, so I'm going to have to go back on Facebook Live again. And hopefully, you know what, there should be a way I can mute my calls on my phone. And if I mute my calls, then people won't be calling me is what I'm thinking because that is a problem. Okay, so again, um, confront the gossiper, but be be positive when you confront the person. And let them know that, you know, you it's better to be, if you don't have nothing nice to say, but that's what old folks used to say. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at hand. And don't take the gossip to heart. A lot of times individuals become very, very sensitive, Gilbert. And when they hear things that people have said about them, it really starts hurting their feelings, especially if they're sensitive, and they take it to heart. I don't let this bother me. I, I, I really don't. When individuals are backbiting or saying things about me, it ain't even that important. Now, I want to talk about some other ways in regards to how you can, with gossip in nature, and think about this, um, Gilbert, confront the source of the rumor directly. But sometimes after a while, it kind of fades out anyway, because people are not even interested. They don't even want to hear it anymore. Say something polite, yet direct. Hey, you want to know that I don't appreciate things that um, people are saying about me? You know, you can say something like that. You can also let them know that the person who started the rumor didn't do it on purpose. It may, for instance, be a friend who simply let secrets slip by accident. That's another thing, too, Gilbert, is sometimes individuals think that they're just having a conversation with someone, and they may not view it as gossip. Now, when I was younger, Gilbert, Boy, you tell on me, I'll be ready to beat you up. <laughs> I did not like mm-hmm. that's, that That's what I was thinking about right now when you said, like, confront them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's best just to not even acknowledge them, just ignore them, because that could start, like, a fight. You know what I mean? And I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to get in a fight because you're not me. You know what I mean? But oh, I can't even fight right now because my, my shoulder Me, honestly, <laughs> like, back then, uh-huh. yeah, I would confront them. But me today, as a father and stuff, I would just ignore it and not even talk to that person no more. Mm-hmm. And if he tries to talk to me in the future, just 
oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, hey, you know, but I got to run, you know, but I don't even think I'd even confront the person anymore. I just flit it, whatever, dude, you know? <laughs> you know, Gilbert, sometimes that's the best thing to do because sometimes it's not even worth it because it could be a waste of time, especially when you consider the source of where it's coming from. You know, some people don't have nothing better to do. I tell people I could talk about myself enough for somebody else to be talking about me. All you got to do is ask me. I'll tell you. Now, I want to share some information, and it talks about dealing with gossip about you. Because a lot of times individuals will hold on to things, and it can turn into resentment. It can turn into anger. You know, sometimes the way you may react or respond may not be appropriate. So if these things are happening to you, you learn that someone's been spreading nasty rumors about you, even if it's in your family. A lot of times you want to say something, sometimes you don't know how to say anything, or you'll go back and say, well, I bet you they didn't tell you this, because now you've got something on them, too, in some cases. So this says there should mm-hmm. be people that you know and trust. Tell them the facts of the situation, that the rumor may not be true, and they'll sure fight to spread the rumor by shutting it down. If something wasn't brought it to my attention, I knew something was already going on in my family. I knew that. But when I heard it come from someone else that really don't talk to me that much in the way she said it, she was offended by it because she was like, why are y'all talking about today? Why are y'all? What is the problem? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> y'all can talk. They want to talk about me now. I can get rid of this information in my body without prednisone that I don't want. You know, help me with that one. So if they say Jeanette's hurting Jeanette, oops, Lord Jesus, that's true. Another great reason to turn to individuals that you trust, they can kind of help you see things from a different perspective. You know, like you said, some people are haters. Some people don't have a life. Some individuals get a thrive out of, you know, saying that these things about you. And, again, they, it makes you be more important that you were on their mind. And also confront the source of the rumor directly. But like you said, be careful because you don't want to get into a confrontation and sometimes they make it seem like they bully. They've been bullied. And keep a healthy self-image. But that's great. No, because when you're worried about a piece of gossip changing, the way you think about yourself, it's bad enough. Don't let gossip change the way you think about yourself. A lot of times people will say things or you hear things, Gilbert, and it's so not true. And it starts making you doubt yourself. What do you have to say about that in regards to you have to keep a healthy self-image? I I was actually just going through that, like, these last couple months, like, with my situation. Mm-hmm. Like, yesterday, yesterday, for example, her cousin, he was like, oh, you said that if she got with another guy, you wouldn't be a dad no more, and I don't respect that. But I know I didn't say that, you know what I mean? But... Wow. Well, I'm just glad that things are working out for you in your favor, and um, you don't let all of that get to you. Oh, yeah, but heartbreaking. I learned not to let it get to me because that's what they want. You know what I mean? Her dad coming outside, trying to point cameras in my face. They they want you to flip out. They want they want to trigger you to do something. You know what I mean? So yeah. you could lose. But I just started pulling out my camera, and you know, and just. I got tired of it. I got a lawyer, and now I'm happy. So I'm gonna let the lawyer deal with it. You know what I mean? Just like 
if you're trying to mm-hmm. avoid problems with someone else, just let God handle it, you know? You go. There you go. And then that way you don't have to fight them battles. And that's the way I look at it with gossip. When somebody is gossiping about you, let God fight your battles. You don't have to be going toe-to-toe with individuals trying to prove them wrong and saying that that's not true and trying to defend yourself. You don't have to defend the truth. And another yeah, one, Jeanette, when, when they're hating on you, it's because you must be doing something good. That's true. So that goes into sometimes you can ignore it. And gossip is oftentimes just that with I paying no attention to it at all. So if you are around family members and your family members at Thanksgiving is thinking about something or saying stuff and ain't trying to, ooh, my son, you know what, my son messed up my connection that time. I'm a fuss at him. You know? <laughs> no, it's like, why are you calling me? I just gave you my last $20. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know I'm not driving nowhere. Woo, Lord Jesus. So we're talking about um, these things and ignoring it. And if they see... rumor is true, even if it's not a good act of confidence. It's as if it don't even bother you. There's a rumor going around about you, simply blow it off with a hey, there's been worse said about me. And sometimes people will just let it go. And when you hear gossip about yourself, you don't need to laugh at all. That's a good one too. It's just a laughing. Don't even worry about it. What do you think about just laughing at all? Except for you. Because I laugh. I'm going to be. You know what? Before. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, I'm in pain. I'm just rubbing my shoulder. Okay. Just letting it go. Yeah, because honestly, before I would react to things, but now when people are, like, talking some smack to me or whatever, I honestly just laugh for, like, when people want to look at you, what they call it, mad-dogging you, like, mm-hmm. I just laugh at that, too. It's like, we're 30 years old, bro. You know what I mean? You're still doing that? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. People just need to grow up. I don't know. I just don't mean to pay attention to all that no more. And you know what? That's an interesting thing, too, what you just said, people need to grow up. Because that do show a lack of maturity a lot of times when individuals don't have nothing better to do than to go around, gossip, and call people. And, and sometimes they go, it's like a, I don't know if you remember back in the day, because you just said your age, you used to have like a party line. And you would get all a whole bunch of people on the phone at one time. Now we got three-way calling to where individuals, now we got group text messages. So we still have ways of trying to get a whole bunch of people together. And I used to always say that it's like people are trying to team up against another person. But don't let the gossip affect your routine. You know, sometimes it takes people out of commission or individuals get to the point to where they don't want to be around other people or they don't want to go to other family functions and events because they don't want to be the butt of the joke or they don't want to be the one that everybody is laughing at or talking about. It's just it's just so not worth it. It's so not worth it. So what are you going to be doing this? And nowadays, and, and any nowadays, everyone's quick to just shoot someone. Like, is it really worth losing your life over a rumor or gossip? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
No, it's not. No, it's not. What, and we see that a lot, especially in the um, in the rap industry, when people are beefing with one another. That becomes a problem. Like you said, sometimes it can cost people their life. So don't pass the gossip alone. Meaning the most important thing you can do when you hear gossip about someone is to halt the rumor in its tracks. No matter how juicy it may seem or it may sound, it's not worth hurting someone other's feelings over. Put yourself in that person's shoes. And if you like to, you know, talk to somebody, you, you can. But some things, you know, you just cannot, you can't prevent. I still to this day get calls from people about my daughter. And I don't know why they, I guess they want to put her on a pedestal. I do not know. But when I hear it now, I laugh about it. I'd be like, if she was doing this, 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 in the family, wouldn't nobody have nothing to say? But because they can't find nothing to say, they make up stories to tell. And it's just, it's really sad because I know my daughter is not thinking about them. Or they'll start little rumors and try to get together about things. And it's sad. It is just really, really sad. And when my daughter was younger, I would take up for her. Now, I don't even pay that stuff no attention anymore. Because it's not even worth it. Because she knows stuff don't be true. I know stuff don't be true. And people don't be knowing what they're talking about. And you know what I found with family, Gilbert? The more you keep to yourself, I look at the gossip as a way of them guessing. They just throw in little stones just to see how you're going to react, what they're going to get back by by saying certain things. What are you going to take on that? No, you're right. Like, um, I haven't talked to my mom since I told you I was going to cut them off. And mm-hmm. I remember you always telling me in class, like, Gilbert, don't worry about them. Worry about you. Do you. Everyone will come around eventually. And I I just noticed, like, I would gossip to my mom about what was going on because I thought she was my mom. I could tell her anything. And then I found out she was telling her everything. So, you know what, I just cut them all off, and I'm happy, you know. And look it, I just got a lawyer by myself. I got a second job. I'm going to do it all by myself. And <laughs> I'm sometimes proud of you cutting I'm people off no, works. I haven't been getting no, uh, oh, my son, somebody, I got a job. I start tomorrow morning. I have good benefits. It's, I'm glad he do have a job that he start tomorrow and have good benefits instead of keep trying to do temporary job assignments and stuff. Uh, yeah, but part of the reason why, and I'm not gossiping, part of the reason why he tried to get a job because he don't want to be here trying to pick me up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what my Do lawyer's I, name is? Do what? My lawyer's name is Jeanette. My lawyer's name is Jeanette, so I had to know her. So I told her Jeanette <laughs> saved my life. Uh, 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 got a commercial. When in trouble, call Jeanette. She's going to calm you down. She's going to talk you off the ledge, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was a yeah. I take this with you. So again, another thing, and it talks about, and you said something. You wasn't gossiping with your mom; you was venting with your mother. There is a difference because sometimes we want somebody that we can bounce something off of, but we don't want it to be said what we said to be repeated back to us. And the best way, because sometimes you know what this is what I found, Gilbert, growing up as a kid. Even to this day, I don't do this. If I got something to say to somebody, I don't say, don't tell nobody. And I don't say, 
this is between us or keep it a secret. Because that gives it power. What is your thought on that? Yeah, yeah. If I come to you and I say, you know what, Gilbert? You know what, let me take something, but don't tell nobody. Your ears will get wide open because it's like, ooh, this is something I'm not supposed to tell. Or, you know what, I got a secret. Oh, it's a secret. But if you're just saying things in just regular conversation, some people don't even pay no attention because it was just in a regular conversation. And that changed the whole Mm -hmm. dialogue of it. So when we start talking about that, the best way to avoid telling the secret is simply to, um, we're talking about to ignore the secret, but pretend that you don't know anything. That's another thing, Gilbert, too. If somebody come ask you questions about somebody else, I don't know, ask them. One of the things I can say about my daughter, she's never been a gossiper. She do not like gossiping. She, it, that's just never been her thing. Or, and I got a niece like that, too. If you go to them or you want some questions about somebody, they'll tell you go ask them. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, you don't know, you was right there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there are two people in my family you do not. You are not going to get no information out of them. They can be right there, see the other person. They are not telling it. They don't want to talk about it. They are not getting involved. My daughter will pack up and leave before she got to be around family drama. So also, never start rumors yourself. One of the ways to diffuse a lot of things is for you not to even initiate it. Don't even play a part in it. And surprisingly, as that may be easier said than done, but sometimes rumors can be accidental. You know, it doesn't mean that you purposely went to go try to hurt somebody or, you know, when you said something. Oh, this is a big one, too, Gilbert, and I don't know why this is popping in my head. I know it ain't going to happen to nobody in my media family, at least bit not. When people are pregnant, my um that that right there, or like my friend Ms. Parks used to say, we was the talk of the town. <laughs> I like that one. We was the talk of the town. I mean, like, what did we do? Girl, everybody knew that we went to such and such a place. Uh, we was the talk of the town. That's what individuals are just, and, and it was so funny because we'd be like, Miss Parks was like, my son was getting phone calls. And he's like, I saw your mama, and your mama was with this lady. And then she said, we was the talk of the town. And she didn't even say nothing to me. She had heard about the stuff, but never said a word. <laughs> <laughs> so these things, like I said, it can be quite interesting. And we do want to know how can we get through some of these things. And I had mentioned something about restoring our families because, like I said, we're talking about the holidays. we got Thanksgiving coming up in a few days, Christmas right around the corner, New Year's Eve, and family is very important. And, yes, there are some family members that we do need to leave alone because they just not going to change. Ain't nothing we can do about that. So it's not like you can say something else to hurt their feelings because their feelings are already hurt. Or they're already sensitive, so no matter what you say, they're going to make it seem like you just hurt their feelings. So sometimes it's just best to walk away from these things. But what are some of the ways, Gilbert, and we started talking about restoring our families? Time. Time. Okay. I like that. Time. Because, I don't know, this is my decision, but Mm -hmm. I, I plan on spending my holidays alone this year just 
it's going to be something different for, well, I've never, like, really had the holidays with my family, like, since, like, I started meeting you when I first met you, but, or I'll meet, I'll be there in the car and stuff like that, but I don't think I'm going to just, I think I'm just going to stick to myself this year for the holidays and see how it feels, you know. Gilbert, you know this year I didn't do the food this year because I'm doing telehealth service. But if you want to drive to Oceanside, Gilbert, I'll text you my address because I will have food. I'm going to take my one arm self in there, and I'm going to go in <laughs> I'm going to cook. <laughs> so, I had a food. Like, Jeanette, I got a ham right. I have a ham right here my daughter made me buy because she's like, I want to help you make it, Daddy. I want to put the pineapples and stuff in and I, uh-huh. I asked the judge if I could have them for Thanksgiving. He didn't even say nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Well, you'll hear what is right around the corner. So, but, yeah, if you want, you can come have dinner with me and my kids and my grandkids. And I don't even know if my grandkids coming. I know Ryder will be here, but I don't know about the rest of my grandkids. So I ain't even worried about all of that. But I will be cooking. Is Lisa going to be there? Is Lisa gonna be? You know where you need to leave Lisa alone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I remember when Lisa. Lisa, I'm scared of Lisa. I'm scared of Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I called her yesterday. I gotta give her a call to check up on her and see how she's doing. Cause I haven't heard from her in a while, and she normally calls in and check in. So I gotta see what's going on with her. So when we start talking about, um, and I'm looking at some information, it talks about six big mistakes that destroy family relationships. And sometimes individuals may not even realize that this is destroying the foundation of your family. And family should be the person's first source for love, acceptance, and support. And support doesn't always mean money. It could be emotional support. It could be spiritual support. It's just having that somebody that you know got your back. But unfortunately, many extended families are failing miserably as people with their family do things that undercut the family unity. And understanding the problems is the first step in finding solutions because you've got to identify what's going on before you can even do anything about it. One of them is insults and criticism. Gilbert, my mother was notorious for insults, folks. She didn't care. She had no filter. It wasn't nice, and it was not constructive criticism. It was just straight-up criticism. But words carry weight, and in some cases, they can carry the weight of the world. When unkind words are said to family, they hurt. People remember that, or they remember what so-and-so said at the la- on Thanksgiving last year or when they was a kid, how auntie so-and-so act and what so-and-so said. But these negative words damage the core of the family relationship. And some family members may say things off the cut and think that because these were said casually that it was okay, that it didn't hurt the person. But the truth is, so please be mindful of what you say around individuals. Now, there is an outpouring of these what they call negative words in a family that can, um, you know, sometimes it can can make things grow. But any relationship can be resolved with apologies and forgiveness. And don't just apologize just to say, oh, I'm sorry. 
I tell individuals, give it and you know, when you say you're sorry, let it be something that you acknowledge, you know you did it, and you don't plan on doing it again. Don't keep giving out a bunch of blank, I'm sorry. I tell individuals when you say I apologize, meaning if I've said something, done something to offend you, that was not my intentions, and I apologize for it. Now, if I did it, and I know I did it, and I know why I did it, but I saw that it bothered you, I will still then apologize because I saw that what I did hurt you, and I may be wrong for that. Gilbert, what is your take on that when we start talking about apologizing and forgiveness? No, that's a good example because the other day on my court, he was trying to talk over me, man. Forget that, but... I, I I tell him, hey, sir, your honor, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to talk over you. I'm really not. You know what I mean? So don't don't take it like I am. And he's like, all right, I appreciate that, you know? And then mm, if you know you did something wrong, like me, straight up, I'll tell you, hey, bro, my bad, you know? Like, it didn't mean that. I didn't mean, I didn't mean it like that. Or it has a lot to do with people. It doesn't even have to be hurtful. It's just people could just be, like, stuck up or just, not even have a sense of humor. Like, you know me, Jeanette, I'm a clown, you know. I like to joke around. I like to make people laugh, myself laugh. And people sometimes just don't like what you're saying, you know. Mm-hmm. But apologizing, I think everyone should apologize if you're wrong. You well, know? sometimes you may have done something and it wasn't that you just knew you was wrong. You may thought you was right. But you saw how it hurt another person. And you saw the damage that it caused. And it's okay to say, you know what, I apologize for that. Maybe I could have went about that a different way. Now, when we start talking about forgiveness and apologies, but the hurt can still remain long after the words have been exchanged. So be careful with your words. And remind yourself that as family, you are there to be the other one's greatest supporter in life. Tearing others in the family down with words is destructive, And not only is it destructive, it messes up the family unit. Keep the old adage in mind when speaking to your family. Again, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. And that one is huge. You know, another thing that I saw on um, Facebook, Gilbert, it was interesting, and they had everybody around um, the table to get ready to eat, and they was like, put your phones down. (laughs) Sometimes if you're not talking about (laughs) You all on your cell phone, you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, my um, my grandson told me we were talking about Christmas, and I was telling my daughter too the other day, I was at Walmart, and I couldn't find nothing for him. If I keep that in-between stage where either he got everything or stuff looks too immature or childish for him or it's maybe something he's not interested in, I didn't know what to give. I really didn't. My son, my grandson told me Santa Claus wasn't coming. No, he asked me about a Christmas tree. If I had a tree, and I told him, no, I have about a tree in years. He said, well, Granny, you don't need to buy a tree because Santa Claus is not coming to your house because you'd be rude on the phone. Yeah, but I'll start cranking up. <laughs> that little fucker no, be ear okay. He'd be ear and he told me Santa Claus ain't coming to your house because you'd be rude on the phone. So he's listening to my work. Another one, and we talked about the, basically, when you're talking about someone being insults and criticism, but again, gossip also ruins family, because gossip is damaging, which is what we've been talking about on the show, and most often, gossip gossip occurs when someone is upset by something related to the person they are gossiping about, 
and it may make the person feel better temporarily. That's what it is, Gilbert. It's a temporary fix. If I start talking about this person, they may be taking their eyes and stuff off of me, and it's going to make me feel better temporarily. But in the end, it does not solve the problem. As gossip itself is certainly done out of, or not done out of kindness and love. If you have a problem or issue with someone in the family, go to them directly. You don't need to announce your issue in front of the whole family. Some individuals do this to force the family members to choose sides in a situation. And when sides are taken, there is a divide in the family. Instead, go to the person privately with whom you may have a problem with. And the goal is of reconciliation. Doing so with hardness in your heart or wanting to attribute blame won't solve the problem. Because, Gilbert, that's what happens a lot of times. We're so busy blaming one another. But we can voice our concerns in a manner that helps them see things from your perspective. Doesn't mean that they agree. It's okay to disagree, but it's not okay to disrespect. But don't talk badly about family members behind their back. And if they have some drama in their life and it has nothing to do with you, then don't spread their stories. That right there is huge. I got a, because I got a good source that. What about gossiping? You're spreading somebody's stories around. Tell yourself, not my monkey, not my furcus. I like that. Not my <laughs> monkey, not my furcus. Meaning, it ain't none of my business. What do you think about that, Gilbert? Because you don't have to spread other people's life stories. I called my mom directly and I asked her why. It was it doesn't really have to do about rumors, but she did spread some rumors. But um, I asked her like why. I don't know if this has to do with the subject, but I'm gonna say it anyways. But I noticed with me and my brother and my other brother's kids, she only messes with me and like hides my kids behind my back from only me and does certain things just to me, and I had to ask her, like, why? And she didn't, she didn't have nothing to say. She just stopped talking to me. But mm-hmm. And then okay. why, why, are you like, why are you, like, telling my baby's mom stuff that she don't even need to be known? Known, you know what I mean? Like, and she had nothing to say. A, she just... I have a question for you, Gilbert. Not a question. I just want to yeah. think about something. You and your mother have a very interesting dynamics of your relationship anyway. And it may be, not saying it's true, but it may be because of her history with your stepfather or that guy she was dating. You may be one of her strongest kids. And because you are a protector by nature, that may be the only way of breaking you down is through your kids. Because you're trying so hard not to repeat the same family dynamics in which you was raised in, and you want a better family, and she's just letting you know you ain't no different from her. Because my mother used to tell me the same thing. I believe thing. that. I believe my that. Mother, and then when I reached out to my – when I re- sorry, Jeanette, go ahead. I'm listening. When I reached out to my real dad a couple years ago because I was like, you know what? Maybe he could help me be a better man or maybe he could help me with some of the problems I'm going through because he probably went through and stuff like that. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. And my my real dad's like, I'm not gonna tell you anything. She, you know what I mean? Either she tells you or she's gonna go to the grave with it. He's like, just. Well, that was kind of him because thing is that that you didn't go to him for dirt on her. You went from him for guidance from a man. For somebody to connect with, for somebody to try to guide you in the right direction. Because, you know, Gilbert, it was years before I figured that out with my mother, how my mother viewed me as a challenge and I was one of her most difficult children because I wanted to do things so different. But she constantly tried to remind me, you ain't no better than nobody else in this family. Or I don't know who you think you are and literally would just purposely try to destroy my son. And now when I even be talking about Reggie, people be thinking, you don't like your son? I ain't never said I don't like my son, but I know where some of that stuff comes from. I get it. Don't let it destroy me because that was the weapon that many tried to use against me was my firstborn child. I didn't have that vulnerability or that weakness. It's not about pride. I just saw it. I saw it coming. I saw them do it. It don't bother me. So when we start talking about these different things, and sometimes that's what happens with family, is sometimes they don't understand, they don't know how to deal with your strength. They don't know how to just, they just don't know. And because they think that you're the one that's different or odd, they'll try to break you down by gossiping, by lying, and things of that nature, which I want to talk about the deception and lies. Now, deception so in the family and the truth always prevails. Sometimes your truth is based on your perception of the truth. And you can present facts all you want, but sometimes you don't want to be getting in them kind of battles with your mama. It's like that's not even necessary to try to prove your mama wrong or prove your daddy wrong or, you know, it's like that's a, that is so much, that's so exhausting, shall I say. It's very exhausting. And sometimes it may even take years or even generations for the lies and deceit to become known. But know that they will come to light someday. Someday it's going to, the truth will be told. Someday people go find out what really went down, and sometimes people don't even know how to react to stuff like that. But, again, you need to be honest with your family. And, and if you can't be honest with your family, Gilbert, who can you be honest with? Because lying to family or using deception to keep secrets lead to brokenness in a family. And this brokenness comes from trust being corroded. You know, Gilbert, and I ain't going to lie. I've I got people in my family. I just don't trust them because I know their character. It's not just them, period. I know how to separate who they are from what they do, but I know their character. And because I know their character, it's kind of like the old saying go, I knew you was a snake. Well, you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. If I already knew, why am I going to entertain that? That's just not going to change. That is just who they are. And I've learned to accept them for who they are, but it doesn't mean i got to entertain all of that stuff in my life. It's like if you have a family member that you know is a thief, and it ain't no secret, you know so-and-so just steals. Why you go have everybody at their house and everybody got their purse out? You know that boy can't help it. <laughs> so those are things that people are not just gossiping about. You want to try to get the family members some help, but you know what you're dealing with. 
you know what you're dealing with. You know, Gilbert, I'll never forget the first year my mom passed. I called I call myself trying to keep the family tradition going on with her, with the July festivities. Gilbert, I had a thousand dollars up under the mattress. When my family left, I remember it. What I did was lift that mattress up. Gilbert, my money was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember. Really? She had, she had a, she had a loaded twenty two. No, no, I don't even. I don't even. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> My money was gone, Gilbert. Gone. I can't trust you. <laughs> I know next time. No money up under no mattress. <laughs> you think you're here to put Well, I can't tell it. My sleep number bed now, so I can't booby trap my house. You know, I'd be like, well, I'm just getting up my mattress and get a handful of doodle or something. You know, but you got to remember when we start talking about also lying and it can um, leave family damage for generations, but your actions have consequences. Not just yep, you, because my generations to come. So sometimes that put your nieces and nephews and grandkids at odds with people that you don't want your family being divided like that. They're wondering why we can't go over grandma's house and why we can't go over cousin's so and so house. You know, that that's a problem. You, that is a problem. You know why you know why me and my stepdad haven't talked in six years? I my didn't mom, don't know. Her lies. My mom and her lies. Wow. And I'm not about to at that time, didn't I was I barely started going to your classes and stuff, so I was hard headed, you know how I was. Um, I was like, I'm not gonna throw my mom under the bus. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why we and him don't talk, and I why I got kicked out, and I was expecting my mom to eventually come clean with him and stuff, but she still hasn't, and I, I catch her still to this day lying, like, having my kids and stuff, and she's mm-hmm. lying, dude, and I remember when we, I went to jail, she came to visit me, and she told me, she's like, no more lies, like, I want to know everything. I'll tell you everything. No more lying. And mm-hmm. I, I thought we connected right there, you know? And I was like, all right, Mom. So from then on in, I fucking told my mom everything, you know? Oh, Mom, yeah, I'm smoking, Mom. Or, yeah, Mom, I'm going to go over here. Or I tell my mom everything, but now I I, I just can't no more, you know? Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I, I, really I could really need my stepdad a lot at times. And... Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little emotional, but... That's fine, but you know what? Because, like I said, the holidays are coming up, and you, like you said, you could really use your stepdad. You could really, you know, have him as an ear to try to help you get through some things, but you're not going to change your mother. You're not. And your father was trying to let you know that. Your biological father, but he was just saying, in other words, I'm not getting in the middle of it. But then that was then, this is now. Sometimes people can change some of the things that they do. You don't want to hold things against them, meaning if so-and-so use drugs, you don't want to be making it seem like every time you see them that they hide. You know, we got people in our family that are child molesters or been arrested for certain crimes that they've committed. You don't want to start bringing that up at the family event, but, you, you, yeah, you may know. But what if that person did rehabilitate themselves? What if they did change? But I'm not saying just always just have your kids around them if you knew that that person has been arrested for these things. I was watching a movie the other day, and I guess that's why I bring up the child molester thing. This woman was dating a guy, 
and found out that her, her cousin was dating a guy. He was lying to the cousin, telling the cousin that he would go dump the other one. And you got two cousins, and he was a registered sex offender for molesting children, and he had kids of his own. But when the girl found out that the, this, her daughter didn't want to be around him, and she, the daughter never told her he had touched her, but he did touch her. When that girl found out that somebody had broken the house and they were trying to look for him, she tried to kill him. And this was a true story that happened in Philadelphia. And she basically was sentenced, I think, like to 18 years, but after two years, they let her go. Because those are some of the things that when we start talking about gossip in nature, you don't want to be spreading people's business or trying to embarrass nobody, but you just got to know what you're dealing with you and your family. You, you really do. And, again, when we start talking about, I said earlier, your, your behavior, actions have consequences. And also, we have to, it says, for you to accept the differences. A lot of times, Gilbert, we got to realize that we are different from people in our family. We are not all the same. And children who grew up in the same home with the same parents, same discipline, and the same guidance do not turn to be the same exact adults as their siblings. Gilbert, I used to tell individuals, I used nope. to have a crack in that. I could walk down my hall. I could hear rap music coming out of one room and country western music coming out the other. I mean, like, Lord, where am I at? Two totally different kids. You know, one going this way in life, the other one going that way in life. I'm just like, but I, ne- I didn't feel that I failed as a parent. When we start talking about these things, you have to allow others to be different. Just because your family doesn't mean doesn't mean you have to, just because a family doesn't mean that you have to share the same political views or even the same religion. You know, that is a problem too sometimes around the holidays is individuals' political views and individuals' religious preferences. And there, um, this is another one, Gilbert. I don't know if you experienced this in your family. We have like the have and the have not. You got the individuals that do have a, or middle class, high class, and then you got the individual that may be or, you know, lower socioeconomical status, and they gossip about the people that do have or the people that have gossip about the people that don't have. And then now you're trying to be around each other for the holidays, and all of that stuff turns into a mess. Who do you think you are just because you got a bend or who you think? You know, Gilbert, that right there gets real messy. What's your thought on that? We start talking about the gossip and nature of the the have and the have not. Like, for example, like, like someone showing off, like you're trying to say? Yes. How, let's say, for an example, your mother got a brother, and he lives in Beverly Hills, and he got this mansion. And the other sister, let's say, live in some low-income apartments in Fullerton. Now, he y'all are having family dinner, and the uncle with the money is trying to berate the one that don't have the money, or there's been rumors about from the one that got the money, and they gossiped about how he got the money, but now he y'all all sitting at the table trying to eat turkey and ham. But it's been so much family gossip going on about the have and the have not. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to understand. I, I like to think about what you're saying is like someone showing off, like, say you go to that rich house and 
like, of course, no shit, you have a fucking nice house, you know, sorry about my language, no crap, you have a good nice house, but, like, you don't gotta go rub it in, like, oh, look at, yeah, and I have a third pool or something like that, like, rubbing it in like that, you mean? Mm-hmm. That's okay, what I'm talking yeah. about. When we talk about the half and the half, yeah, that's, because that's the problem. And especially when you're dealing with a large family, you see that. Now, I want to thank you, Gilbert, for joining me on the show. I'm not going to go too much over extra because I didn't eat my breakfast, so i got to go make me some oatmeal. <laughs> but I was always that.